The Friday Profile. There's no question that uh, in this time of uh, lockdown, many people have decided to turn to online platforms and a growing number of citizens in the major centres, Pretoria, Durban, Cape Town and Joburg, are ordering their groceries online and through a local app called Zulzi. So today we are talking online retail with the co-founder of Zulzi and that is Donald Baloy. He joins us now on the line um, and I'm just really excited because what they've managed to achieve in the, what, four years of existence, especially when you think of the numbers and COVID-19 having accelerated the use of e- e-commerce, I think is a lesson for many. We can, we can certainly learn a lot from what they've managed to do. Donald, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Azania, and uh, good afternoon to all the listeners of Serena too. I'm very excited to be here. Really, congratulations, not just for securing um, the recent funding, what, 1.6 million U.S. dollars in funding, but also for establishing a business that's proven to be quite resilient in what has been very trying for many sectors. Yeah, look, I think it's always up to look ahead, you know. Uh, E-commerce is definitely one of the space which, look at it year on year, it's been growing at like over 30% year on year. Uh, Look at overall, it's not been going that much. So it's definitely yeah. the, the, the good space to be in, you know. Uh, yes, absolutely. COVID-19, you know. Yeah, yeah. So take me back, though, because you launched in 2016. What were your numbers, um, especially when we think of regular users? What have they been just year on year? I just want to get a sense of the rates of growth and uptake over the years. Yeah, look, I think um, I remember when you launched. When you launched, it was very, it was very slow, you know, uh, in the beginning. Uh, uh, when we started, we started with food. Uh, by food, I mean like takeaways from restaurants, and then groceries, and then liquor from Masticals. But um, later in 2016, we tried to focus a lot more on groceries. Uh, mm. I remember within the first year, I think uh, like what we used to do uh, when we thought we were doing very good, uh, we used to do like almost 600,000 in a month. Uh, and then we made a decision that, you know, we're going to go for groceries because it's one category which we thought it was, it had low numbers, you know. Um, yeah. And even on our platform at the time, I think we were just doing about 100,000 rand worth of groceries a month at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we, we focused on that. And then since then, we've been seeing like a very, very healthy growth uh, year on year. Uh, when you look at our GMV every year, we're probably increasing it by over 400% year on year. So wow. that has been great for us. It's been great for us. Absolutely. And then the lockdown, what were you, so where were you pre-lockdown and now, to date? What, do, what kind of increase are we talking about? Yeah, so, uh, I mean, before lockdown, we used to do about 600 orders a day, you know. Uh, mm. And now, uh, uh, just just before lockdown, we, we saw an increase where we started to do like just over 1,000 orders. And then during lockdown, that increased to about 2,000. You know? So right now, we're doing over 2,000 orders a day. Oh, my goodness. What were the growing yeah. pains? That's quite an exponential increase. What growing pains did you experience? Because you had to obviously move very quickly to respond to that. Yeah, look, I mean, it, it's always challenging. Um, you know, obviously, you can just imagine this type of growth always comes with a lot of challenges, you know. Um, mm. And also, like, I think during lockdown, what was more challenging was the fact that we, there was a lot of things that were changing, you know. Uh, like for instance, even the operating hours of the stores. So before this, we used to operate from 8 until 8 p.m., you know. So when I talk about like 600 orders, we used to do them, you know, like like we had 12 hours to do those orders. Uh, mm-hmm. But now, with, with lockdown, you know, the stores opened 
like like this, most of them by nine o'clock and by five o'clock they're closing. So within that time frame, you have to do a lot more orders than what you were able to do before, you know. Uh, mm. And also what was challenging was there were a lot of uh, items that were missing, like almost everywhere you go, uh, the items that the shoppers buy for the customers, they were not there, you know. And yeah. you are having a lot of first-time customers who are coming in for the first time. So it was it was challenging, you know, but we managed to fix all of that. And right now we're mm. starting to see if we back to like, you know, our normal one hour when you order your stuff, you know you're going to get it within the, 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 the time that we've shared with, you know. Because during lockdown, yes. it was very, very challenging. It was very, very challenging. Uh, at level five, um, we used to, I mean, we'll open uh, from eight until 10. We'll, after 10, we're not able to even accept more orders because by that mm. time, you've already like have passed over 2,000 orders and that was just challenging for us. But uh, now we're back. We have increased our capacity. We've hired more people, even on the yes. customer service side as well. So, yeah, so while some now. sectors have shed jobs, you've you've managed to uh, absorb some of those losses and you've employed more people. Yeah, no, definitely. We still hire more people. Uh, even on oh. tech side as well, we continue to hire more and more guys, uh, mm. which, which I think it's, it's, it's one of the things that's very fulfilling to me. Because for me, as well, I was creating employment for, for the people of South Africa. And when you start to do that, it's just there's nothing as, as wonderful as that. I mean, even though during lockdown, a lot of people... Will get you changed, and the following day, when you hire them, they're very, very excited. You can believe it, you know. That wow, right. I just got retrenched yes. yesterday, and today I'm, I'm hired, you know. So, mm. so, yeah, like, um, I mean, this is a new economy, this is how things are gonna be like going forward, you know, and new industries are gonna be born out of this. And, and yeah, like, we, we're looking forward to your growth going forward. What are the roles, uh, just as just to get a sense of, as you say, th- this is a new industry, this is where the economy is likely to head into, but what are the roles that make it critical uh, for you to be able to function, or the, the the kind of skills that you are looking for? Yeah, so definitely, I think you know, some of the most important skills that we need is definitely like the tech, so you always look for, for, for guys that are very good in tech, you hire a lot of engineers, we we now keep on want to grow the team. In fact, right now we're looking to to triple the team that we have. Um, mm. And then we also have like uh, personal shoppers. These are the guys who go to the store to pick your groceries. So when you order on our app, uh, when you place your order behind the scenes, there's a personal shopper who goes into the store, pick your items, and we mm. we always looking to grow that as well. And then we also, uh, when they're done shopping for groceries, they then hand over the order to to a driver who will take the stuff and deliver to your door. Uh, and all of these guys are independent contractors, so they're independent shoppers, independent drivers. So we always need to grow those numbers in terms of more shoppers, more drivers. Uh, and, and yeah, uh, so those are the key roles that I think we have in the business. Yes, yes. And as you said, more uh, the, the computer, the programming uh, skills, you yourselves, in fact, you and your fellow founder, Michael Nechipise, these, this, this yeah. is your background. You did applied maths. Yeah, I did applied math and Michael studied electrical engineering, and then we worked together at FNB as well. Uh, yeah. And and yeah, and that's where we used to think about, you know, just changing the world, coming up with something different, you know. Uh, mm. And yeah, like I think uh, it helps to have a little bit of a, of a technical background to understand, uh, and also like just to understand where where things are, you know. Uh, like I think a lot of people. Uh, they don't really appreciate the the tech guys, the guys who can can do amazing mm-hmm. stuff. You know, uh, they are they mm-hmm. are not appreciated. And I think right now is is the time where as a country we need to embrace those guys 
and, and, and really uh, make them feel wanted and appreciate when they do great things. I think there's no better time than now, you know. Uh, and yes. even the culture as well, I think when I look at what we have, what we've been able to do is because we understand uh, what good tech developers want, we've been able to retain our talent as well, you know. So, mm. so, so I think that has been great for us. And also, like, not only that, but also being able to also help other other guys who are in the ritual space and uh, guys that check us, for instance, who help them to do a 60-60 app and we still look after it, you know. Uh, so, oh. so, so by having that culture, then it, it sort of like helps to, not just for the business only, but it can help to transform the entire industry, you know. Uh, when I look right. at it, I mean, one of the reasons why e-commerce was very small for a very long time in South Africa was simply mm. because uh, the grocery retailers were not really online, you know. And, and right mm. now, what we're going to start to see now, you know, we start to see a little bit growth in terms of the e-commerce space because now you've got more, 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 more retailers participating in the e-commerce space, which is great for mm-hmm. the entire industry. Yeah. Wow. So you were involved in developing 360, um, what is uh, it, um, 6060 yeah, rather? Yeah, yeah Checkers. Yeah, Checkers yeah. Still, uh, app. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. Now, I think it's important to focus on the kind of skills in this sector that will be required. Young people need to think about the opportunities of the future, the jobs of the future. You yourself, uh, having studied and qualified in applied mathematics, going on to be a software developer, your partner, you're the CEO, your partner's the chief technology officer. So, you know, your, your understanding and your experience in this space certainly driving the organization. And I think more young people need to see the jobs of the future um, and now we think back to all those messages around staying focused and encouraging more young people to uh, um, uh, stay with the STEM subjects because certainly this is where we find ourselves. That future is here. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, you see, the nice thing with this these days, you can actually, you can study online. There's a lot of things you can pick up. You bring, you can go there, Coursera, you can do stuff of courses. That can teach you how to progress, you know. Mm, um, mm. And, and these are quite open for anyone to, to register, you know. Uh, so I encourage the young people in South Africa to just go there online. Register for those courses. You, know? you don't even have to wait to go to university. You can actually start right now, you know. Um, yes. You can, you can actually, like I think, you see one thing that is changing now is we see online is changing, everything is changing, how we do things is changing. Even the universities as well, they're going to have to change the way they do things, you know. So mm. one thing that's going to become very critical is for young people to take it among them. So like, you must, you must have passion to learn. You don't wait for, for lecture. Don't wait for a teacher to teach you things, you know. You can just go online, pick up stuff, you know, learn how to build apps, you know. Uh, do it on your own. Like, be, like be self-motivated. Don't wait for people to come and teach you how to do these things, you know. So, I yes. think, all in all, it's like, what I can say as well is, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that I think we learn by ourselves, you know. Uh, myself and my partner, I think we used to do things that way, you know, like, you go to work, there's eight to five, but there's a lot of things that you need to do even after hours, you know, in terms of learning new things, learning how to use different languages, and that helps, mm-hmm. you know, like right now we have a culture where even the guys who come and work for us is easy, you don't even stick to one language, you know, you change it, like if you feel like there's something better, that is great, mm-hmm. you quickly just jump into that, you know, and that creates a yes. very, very appealing atmosphere for, for a young guy who are smart, who want to learn different things. So, yeah, like, um, all in all, it's like, yeah, young people should go out there, must always learn, uh, uh, you know, different technologies. Don't wait for, for routine. I think that, you know, like what we used to have in the, in the olden days of 
mm-hmm. whether it's, it's retail or universities, it's changing very quickly, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Right now, I'm saying there's no right time than now, you know. Mm. Um, no, I think your story is an uplifting one, which is why I thought it's important that we uh, hear more of your plans and look at what it is that you're doing. So it's interesting that you have these shoppers that um, fulfill the, the items, of course, that shoppers are looking for or your customers are looking for. So uh, are you going to shift into a... Uh, um, are you going to shift into a warehouse and fulfilling fulfillment function? You know, operate much like the Amazons of this world, the Jumias of this world. The merchants are there. Is the plan to shift into that kind of operation where you have a fulfillment warehouse of different items? Yeah, look, I think um, like there's, uh, I think there's, uh, I think we're very happy with our current in terms of helping the, the retailers. Uh, however, we. We, when we look at the music to lower the same, I think there will be a new model that we have to Ooh, uh, Donald, we're struggling to hear you. I'm not sure what's happening with your line. There seems to be wind or some other sort of interference on it. Um, let's just take your answer again. So will you go into that uh, warehouse and fulfillment area? Yeah, so it's something that we're looking at, into, mostly when it comes to like the, the music to lower the same group, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's something that I think we, we're working very hard on that in terms of like reducing the prices. Currently, we have to charge a service fee and a delivery fee. And one of the key things that we want to do, we want to introduce very soon, is to be able to to not charge a delivery fee as well. You know, get to a point of those order groceries, get them delivered to a door without having to pay a, a delivery fee. Uh, and for us yes. to do that, definitely we need, we need to work quite closely with the FMCGs. Uh, even now, most of them, they come to our platform, they run like, uh, like promotions, offer coupons on the platform. And those are the things that are reach fire as things that can really help to lower the prices, you know. Um, mm. and, and yeah, like uh, I think in the near future, there's definitely, I think that also the entire retail, I think it might have to change definitely, you know. Um, and we want to be the leaders on that in terms of learning how the retail uh, 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 changes, you know, going forward. So, like, we, we want to be the guys who are leading the forefront. And, and yeah, like, um, I think when I come back next time, we'll be talking about, like, what we've been doing now, you know, to talk about yes. the new things, how the new retail and you have reset everything, you know. Yeah. No, uh, because the delivery fee thing is has become a source of, it, it's, you know, a source of contention because more people are moving to online shopping, but some also feel that, come on, uh, don't charge me a delivery fee or keep it as minimal as possible. So I think it's an interesting area to that we, we'll have to keep an eye on in terms of the changing attitudes. I can understand from the business perspective that you don't have the volumes that justify free delivery as yet and even just the spread of the city um, and the logistics involved in it that it might not be something that is uh, completely possible at the moment but there is a sense that consumers expect and want um, uh, free delivery yeah look, I, I think for groceries even you know, I suppose it's a very it's a thin margin you know like we, yeah. uh, I know the margins are not big you know uh, so one of the things that uh, I think we've identified is we sort of like have to go to the entire value chain and start questioning a lot of things in terms of how it's being done currently, you know. Uh, mm. And when you're able to fix that whole value chain, then you can start to get some margin. So those are some those are some of the areas that we, we are now looking into to say where are we losing the margin, you know. Uh, 
Because okay. uh, by the time you get to a retailer, there's a lot of margin that has already been lost in the very chain. And we want to use technology to start improving uh, mm. that margin so that we can pass that to the customer. You know? uh, okay. and, and, and that's what we're working on currently. Right. Um, South Africa is a very mixed economy. You know, you have the sophistication of a de- developed economies and then you have the challenges of a developing countries. Uh, so yeah. how are you, did you, where do you sit on that? Were you very mindful of how you could serve across the markets or were you quite clear that we'll have to start over here and then solve for over there later? Yeah, so I think for us, we, we started where it was easier, like the higher mm-hmm. it, it, it didn't it didn't have a lot of challenges. You know, like uh, now when you talk about like let's say even moving stuff from the stores to these customers, it was much easier, you know, compared to like moving groceries uh, from here to like you know to a township. Where I think there's just too many challenges there, you know. Uh, so, but once you have fixed this and you understand a little bit about retail. Then it becomes easier for you to now start looking into the music law and the same. So, how can I save these people, you know? Uh, yes. And also, like, uh, once you have those volumes as well, uh, then you are able to negotiate with various FMCGs for, for mm. better rates. So, then those customers, when they come in, then, uh, it, it makes sense. You know, the margin that you have as well uh, would, would then allow you to save these customers. So, right. So, yeah, like, um, yeah, like I think it's also it's just key as well for anyone, like when you're starting a business, you don't want to be targeting everyone. You know, you need to understand mm-hmm. that your target market. Uh, and, and by just doing that, by focusing on that and growing that, you know, you get to a point where you, you, now, you now know that, you know, I want to go for scale, you want to you wanna, mm. you wanna run a small business, and then you start to, to, to attract the new to the ILSM. And then, so that's what definitely, if you want to run like a big business, you definitely have to look into the military law and the same, you know. Um, yeah. If you yeah. don't have that, you're not going to be able to run the platform business in South Africa. It's very, very difficult to run it without, without the military law and the same. Oh, absolutely, because I think the, 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 the East African examples are also fascinating in the sense that they have Mbesa, which works really well mm. for people that can't use credit cards, uh, for yeah. instance, or can't use their bank cards or are not formally banked. Uh, so Mbesa solves the, the payment question when you want to reach uh, uh, certain markets, the lower markets, for instance. Um, so yeah. they've managed to solve for that in a very interesting way. And then I think there are interesting solutions around the world around that last mile, how to uh, provide for that last mile, who to collaborate with to make sure that it is uh, that you're able to go into all the, 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 the streets, into the informal settlements and so on, um, or how yeah. you solve for, for the lack of an address, for instance. So it's a very exciting yeah. space, I think, and um, where these ideas marry, we'll see some really yeah. special things on this continent. But Donald, before I let oh, you go, yeah. yes? Yeah, you can go ahead. Oh, I was going to say just quick analytics on who the South African online shopper is. Is it mostly uh, women? Is it men? Is it young, a younger generation or younger demography? Who's the shopper online? Yeah, look, I mean, definitely on, on, on our side of groceries, we've seen a lot of women shopping on the platform. Though it changed a little bit, I think about 85% of a woman shop on using our platform, uh, 15%, uh, was no, but during lockdown, it has changed quite drastically as well, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. and also, I think some males, some males have, have realized that some loopholes, you know, saying when a woman sends you to 
to go and buy groceries, <laughs> you can just quickly go to a bar and get yourself delivered <laughs> to your bar, you know, and then, and then take it home. Yeah, so, so that's a loophole. That's some, some, some male guys. Because we have seen some orders where before lockdown, you get orders, you know, that had to go to a bar. And you're like, oh, okay, you know, uh, what's going on here? So, 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 so it helps it helps in that way as well. You know? so, 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 yeah, like uh, we started to see more males as well taking advantage of that, you know. So instead of you having okay. to go to a retail store, you can just quickly go get a drink and get yes. your groceries delivered to the bar, you know. Okay. And by the time you get, um, and get before- home, your, your, your woman is happy, everybody's happy. <laughs> your chore is done so donald just before yeah. we let you go let's take this quick call um simpiwe hello hi Amanda. how are you i'm good oh, you beat us to it but go for it simpiwe happy birthday big boss happy birthday big boss very big boss, Azania, I would like to say a happy birthday to my big boss. I've been working for Donald uh, in the beginning of Zulzi when we were doing like two orders a day. And at some point it looked like, you know what, this thing is not going anywhere, but he was patient with us and patient with the customers. He's a humble guy ever, ever. So right now our business is booming and he's still the humblest guy you could ever meet. Donald, I know you're not sure about me, but Paula, uh, I know that uh, on a group, they call me that. But I just want to say, boss, you offered me a job when there was no job in the market. I've been out of job for a long time, and you gave me a chance. I appreciate that so much. Oh, thank you so much, man. Oh, wow, this is, uh, this is, I feel like crying, man. <laughs> Cry, go for thank it, Donald. So Cry. <laughs> it's a beautiful call. Oh, thank you so Simpiwe, much. thank yeah. you for the call. And Donald, enjoy the rest of your birthday.